0: This is the Building Resilience Podcast, episode 96, The Five Lies That Keep You Stuck. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech-language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast. If this is your first time, I'm glad you found me. And if you come here often, then thank you. I love hanging out with you. I'm glad that you are showing up with me as we try to figure out how to navigate life and build some more of our resilience. So I often hear people, including my own brain, say that they feel stuck. They are having a hard time moving forward. And today I wanted to talk about this because when we say it, we're saying it like it's just a fact and we kind of feel at a loss for how to move forward. And today I want to offer to you some of the common lies that our sneaky little brain tells us that keep us stuck. Now, if you go back to the beginning of the podcast, I think it was episode six, it's called Our Two Voices in Our Head. I talk all about how we have two voices in our head. We have the first voice, which is coming from our survival brain, that primitive brain, or I like to refer to it as monkey. And this is the part of the brain that is responsible for keeping us alive. It filters everything through its main goals to avoid pain, seek pleasure, be efficient, or do what is easy. So it likes to offer thoughts over and over and over so many times that often we actually feel like these thoughts are just true. They're just facts. They're just the way it is. And some of these thoughts that Monkey offers to keep us safe actually end up keeping us stuck. So I want you to listen to the ones that I've come up with and see if you can catch yourself seeing these things to yourself. I will offer, as always, do it from a place of non-judgment because we all have these thoughts. It's okay. It's not a bad thing to have these thoughts. It's just good to be aware so we can choose to see if these thoughts are helping us move forward or not. The first sneaky thought that is keeping you stuck is, I know this already. So somebody starts to share something, maybe you're reading something in a book or you're taking a class or you're just having a conversation, or maybe you're listening to a podcast like mine. And I already know this or any version of this thought just totally shuts your brain down. It tells your brain that there's no need to keep listening. So your brain stops learning because it figures why waste energy and stuff that I already know. But I promise you, if you are open, there is always something to learn. Sometimes all you're going to learn is that you're on the right track and you should keep going, doing what you're doing. I used to attend a lot of conferences for speech language pathology, and I still do. I have to, every year, keep up a certain number of education credits, so I'll go to conferences. And every year, it kind of felt like the same thing over and over again. Until I realized that it was actually my thoughts of, I already know this, that was totally limiting me. So I started shifting my focus and directing my brain to find at least one takeaway I could leave from that conference. And guess what? Since I've been doing that, every single time I've had a takeaway. Now, sometimes the takeaway is just reassurance that I'm on the right track to keep doing what I'm doing. And sometimes it is a simple shift of perspective or a new way of employing something that I already did. And then sometimes it's a big discovery. So be on the lookout for what you can learn, what you're choosing to learn, because there is always something you can choose to learn. It's pretty much impossible, really, for you not to have anything to learn. So open up your brain and don't believe that sneaky thought that you already know everything. Now, the second sneaky thought is, this won't work for me, or I'm different, this won't work for me, or any flavor where you believe that you're some special unicorn and it's not going to work for you. I love you. But you are not that special. (laughs) You are special in your own right for sure. You are a different flavor. You're a different fruit in the bowl of fruit cocktail, but you are still a fruit. You are still human. And as a human, you have problems like everybody else, and your challenges are not above finding solutions. So when we tell ourselves things like, this won't work for me, guess what? It won't. It is based on the nocebo and the placebo effect. You can go back to episode number 87 called Feeding Your Brain, where I share some of the great research on the power of mindset, the placebo of mindset. And I know it's a common thing for me to share with all my SLP clients. Something that we've learned about therapy is if you believe that therapy is going to help you and go into it with that expectation, it will help you. But the opposite is true as well. And that's called the nocebo effect. If you do not believe it will be helpful, it won't be helpful. So this will work for you if you believe it can. And a much better question to ask yourself is, how will this work for me? How can this work for me? How can I make this work for me? How can I allow this to work for me? This forces your brain to push itself to stretch and push you into a different zone. How can I integrate at least one thing that I'm learning? Because really the journey of a thousand steps begins with that first step. So what will your first step be? If you are still stuck in the, this won't work for me zone, I'll offer to you that you simply have to ask yourself, what if I'm wrong about this? Now this does take some humility and you have to ask yourself the question, are you willing to be wrong about this? So challenge your brain. I promise you, when you believe that things will work or are working, they do. Now, the third sneaky thought is, this is just who I am. Now, I often tell people that I can see things in my two sons that they had when they were babies, like almost even when they are in utero. There are some things that I believe just carry forward. There's definitely some nature in us. We have certain genes and personalities and core ways that we operate and tendencies that we lean towards. Sometimes we may never be able to change some of these things. Now, I believe that they've done some research, even about happiness, and they've talked about a happiness set point that we have. The idea being that about 50% of who we are and our level of happiness is kind of set. It's like innate genetics, personality. And I look at it like you may be Eeyore or you may be a Tigger. But then they say about 10% is circumstantial. So it depends on the external things that you're exposed to. However, there is 20% or so Where it is all up to you. You get to decide. So, while I think there's some debates over the exact numbers when it comes to our happiness set point, I think the idea stands true for most things. We are a mixture of nature, nurture, and then choice. So, I wanna encourage you to focus on choice because if we can change even a small percentage through our choices, everything can drastically be different. Think of it this way, a plane taking off from LA heading to New York, if it changes its degrees by like two or three degrees, it will end up in Washington DC. So imagine what happens if you can change by 15 or 20 degrees. It's like a whole other world. Now, Carol Dwick has done some fantastic work on growth mindset. And I did a whole episode on it. I think it was back on episode 20. So, make sure you go back and listen there. But when we say something like, this is just who I am, this is a fixed mindset. And a fixed mindset can leave us feeling hopeless and helpless. It can be very unmotivating. And hopeless and helpless, guess what? That leads to burnout. Now, if you're religious at all, or if you have any kind of faith that you practice, when we say something like, this is just who I am, Essentially, we're denying the power of the creator in our lives to help us make changes and help us become who we are meant to be. So this is just who I am really keeps us stuck. Now, that's not to say that we need to change who we are. We don't need to change a thing. We cannot improve or reduce our worth. We don't need to change a thing for our worth. But we may want to change things in order to grow or learn or progress or to do something different. So I don't want you to misunderstand me that I'm saying you're not accepted and love who you are because you need to change who you are. You can't just accept who you are. No, completely accept and love who you are. But it is a lot of fun if you can keep growing and expanding and creating new adventures for yourself to build up your brain. Those pathways to create a wealth of experience and stories and have fun along the way. You are capable of making any of the changes that you choose to make. So be willing to be many different versions of yourself. Be willing to reach out to your future self and be willing to challenge yourself. Now, the fourth sneaky thought that will keep you stuck is if only I had more time. Now, if I told you that your basement just flooded, would you say to me, oh, sorry, I don't have time to deal with it. Or if the school called to say your child has fallen and likely needs stitches, would you have time? Your sister calls and says her husband has told her he wants a divorce and she needs to talk. Would you make time? Now, with all of these examples, usually what happens is you find the time. You make the time you decide to use your time according to your priorities. We all have the same amount of time and we all get to decide how we're going to use our time. We choose how we spend our time. So it truly is not about time management. It's about priority management. When the priority is high enough, you will get it done. I also want to offer to you a concept called Parkinson's law which states that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Essentially, what that means is we will take the amount of time that we give ourselves. So sometimes we're simply giving ourselves too much time to do something. So stop telling yourself you don't have time or you would do more if you had more time because it's really not a helpful thought. It puts you in a scarcity mindset. It leaves you feeling overwhelmed. Try instead a thought like, I can take all the time I need. I always have time to get my priorities done. I get everything done that is important to me. If it's important to me, I'll make the time or I'll find the time. There is not a timeline on everything. The reality is very few things have such a life and death timeline. And if they do, we usually get these things done. Now, the last lie that I think keeps you stuck is I don't need help. And I want to offer this one because I think many of us feel like we should be able to figure things out on our own. We may look around and see others and think, well, they've got it figured out. Why can't I? And then we see asking for help as a weakness. We want to be independent. We want to prove to ourselves that we can do it. We don't want to lean on other people. But the truth is, we all need help. In one area or another, we need help. So stop resisting it. Ask for it. Reach out for it. There is no shame in admitting you need help in one area or another. You may not need help in the same area as your friend or neighbor, and that's okay. We're all different. Having the humility to ask for help, to admit to needing help, is a great way to have some external support help you move the needle to getting unstuck. This thought is the reason why some people resist getting coaching. They think, well, I could figure it all out on my own. I don't need the help. But when you do reach out and get the help, you'll ask yourself, why did it take me so long to reach out and get the help? We do so well when we have other people in our lives supporting us and putting their mind and energy and strength and love and compassion to help us out. So don't resist it. Reach out and ask for support. Those are a few of the lies that I think keep you stuck. There are obviously so many more of them, but I wanted to share a few with you today that I hope you can ponder. These are some of the limiting beliefs that you can challenge. These are the things that will keep you stuck and prevent you from moving forward. If you are feeling stuck, then why don't you reach out? You don't have to stay stuck. So you can set up a call with me and we can move the needle forward for you. And I often have to help people tell me that just one call together was enough to just shift some of their perspective and get them thinking about things differently and approaching their life differently. So you really have nothing to lose. So I hope you will reach out. And I hope that you will question some of these thoughts. We have so many sneaky thoughts that keep us stuck. We become our own obstacle, but I promise you, you have the strength and the resilience to overcome that obstacle. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching.